So can you? Let's see. Oh, we need to engage in witty banter before we begin. I know. I can I can swirl my my whiskey glass, tantalizing me. Although my ice has mostly melted, so I don't know if you can hear that. Can you hear that? The, yeah, there is. There's a light clinking. It's not like that deeply satisfying. Mm. You know, I have poured myself an iced coffee um, while I've been on a on a day job call. And everyone is like, oh, I'll have what what Lauren's having. And I'm like, do you guys think, first of all, do you think I'm some kind of cretin drinking <laughs> a martini on the rocks, which is the wrong way to do it? Mm-hmm. Um, but second of all, I'm like, why does everyone jump to the idea that like a drink that has ice in it at 10 o'clock in the morning? Oh, it absolutely must be alcoholic. Oh, we're so <laughs> droll and funny. Oh, so droll. So one of the fun things of getting old, as I'm sure you know, as a fellow old millennial, mm-hmm. um, is that I can't drink as much as I used to, which is kind of embarrassing. We, as you know, live around the corner from the best little uh, lesbian owned and operated brewery in my city, nay, the world. And uh, I go in there and said lesbians are all about, you know, just just topping me off and, and pouring pouring me more beer and I I can't keep up anymore. So it's a little embarrassing that I can't support my local business. But I I guess it's good for my wallet that like two and a half drinks in, I'm like, I need to take a nap. I think those lesbians are like sizing you up and they know you are drunk by curious. <laughs> they know me too well. They know me too well. oh well that's pretty good witty banter i'm kitty and i'm piggy we are the bitches and bitches get riches and we are a rogue cult of nature worshiping misandrists crawling out of the woods all covered in blood and we are here to give you a crown of elk antlers and welcome you into our dark sisterhood our time on this planet is limited So let's get started. Today's letter comes to us from Reddit, uh, and I'm just going to dive right in. I currently live with my parents, age 22, and they want to sell our house and move into another. My dad can't be on it because his credit is low, so it would be my mom as the primary and me as co-signer. I'm wondering if this is a good idea (laughs) because I'm pretty nervous about this. I don't want to ruin my credit or be stuck on a 30-year loan. If I move out, can they take me off the mortgage? Thanks for any help. Sometimes I read a letter and my heart starts racing because for, for a personal finance nerd, which you and I both are. Yep. Um, this letter is the equivalent of someone writing in like, I'm thinking of stepping onto train tracks. I don't see a train, although I do hear a ding, ding, ding. And the arms are down at the crossing. Chica, and also chica, someone chica, says, chica, chica, ah, chica. the 707 is right on time. And it's 706. <laughs> Should I? Oh, my God. It's uh, it, the, the stakes are so high. I need more deodorant. I don't, I, uh, okay, so let's... I want to get some basic financial principles out of the way first, because I know and you know that a lot of our listeners are wee baby financial bitches, and they might not be familiar with things like a 30-year loan or a mortgage or co-signing or what that all means. So 
real quick and real simplified, please don't at me more uh, knowledgeable finance nerds. Uh, a mortgage is a loan you take out to get a, a house or another form of property that you live in generally. Um, they usually take the form of a 15-year loan or a 30-year loan. Obviously, on a 15-year loan, your monthly payments are higher, but you will pay less interest over the long term uh, because you're you're getting it all out of the way faster. A 30-year loan will have lower monthly payments, but you'll probably pay more interest in the long term because it's a longer uh, loan. Um, Co-signing on a loan means that your credit report, your credit history, your credit score, all of those things you need to, for example, get a loan for a car or a student loan or a credit card or some other form of revolving credit um, or service credit or anything like that. Uh, More on our website, bitchesgetriches.com. Co-signing on that means that your credit credit future is very wrapped up in this property. So for example, if our 22-year-old baby broke bitch right here co-signs on this house with her mother, his or her mother, their mother, uh, pronouns are hard. Why do we have them? Uh, (laughs) They co-sign with their mother and their mother can no longer make the payments. They will be legally on the hook for those mortgage payments. Yes. Which for a house are pretty big. That's a gigantic commitment. Gigantic commitment. And for 30 fucking years, it's, it's a long time. So a bigger commitment dare I say, than your student loans. And uh, yeah, so I, I think we got all the basic concepts out of the way. Are we that was a really good primer, actually. Thanks. Um, I wrote a financial blog. <laughs> <laughs> the way that co-signing usually works, I have a good example from my life. So um, when I was first moving in with my boyfriend, <laughs> who later became my husband. <laughs> you like, like him. I um, bet you guys hold hands. We hold hands and we kiss with our tongues. Ew, gross. It is gross. Um, but so when he and I were first moving in together, we were fresh out of college, maybe like 21 or 22 years old. And um, we were moving into an apartment with a landlord who was just a little bit nervous about the idea of renting to recent grads, but he, he met us and we seemed like a pretty chill species of recent grad, which was true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So he said, as long as your credit checks out, that's fine. Um, And everyone in the house, their credit checked out except for um, my then boyfriends, because it wasn't that he had bad credit. It was just that he had no credit. He'd never had a credit card. He had no loans in his name. His, his parents had paid for his schooling. Um, So it was just a big question mark of, is your credit good? I don't know. You just don't have it. Um, so he needed to ask his parents to co-sign for him um, so that he could find somewhere to live. Yeah. And basically, he he could ride off of their established credit history, basically. Yes. His folks were coming in and saying, I know our son doesn't have credit, but we will speak for him in a very real legal sense. If my boyfriend had stopped um, paying his rent, his parents would have been liable for it. Um, so usually co-signing happens when someone who financially is less established um, 
needs help from someone who is more established. Right. Um, that's what a lot of student loans are, have a cosigner. A lot of people's first apartments might have a cosigner or maybe their first credit card. Um, but as you age, it's not common to have a cosigner unless you have very bad credit, yeah. which sounds like is what's going on um, with mm-hmm. this letter writer. Yeah, which is our first alarm bell, by the way, which is, you know, usually it's the other way around. Parents co-signing for their children's student loans or first apartments or first mortgages or some, something like that. Uh, the fact that this situation is reversed uh, and the fact that his father or their father can't even, I'm just weird with pronouns today. I'm sorry. Uh, your father can't even get on the mortgage because their credit is so damaged. That just, ah. It, it got that way for a reason. For a reason. Um, and maybe those reasons are fairly benign and outside of his hands. Maybe, you know, there was, sometimes there are things like divorce or unemployment or terrible medical stuff that can set someone's credit back in a way that isn't really an accurate representation of their their fidelity as, mm-hmm. as a repayer. Mm-hmm. But that said, um, this situation stinks. And please, 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 um, like, uh, we're bearing the lead here. Don't do this. Don't, don't do, do this. this. Don't, don't <laughs> run do away. <laughs> um, it, in general, when you co-sign a loan or when someone co-signs a loan for you, it is the same as signing the loan. So you ask the question, if I move out, can they take me off the mortgage? No. Nope. nope you're still on the hook. You signed on the dotted line. You are on there and your credit is on there. Um, and if your parents ever hit a rough patch and they're not making their payments on time, it's your credit that will be on the line. Um, if they lapse on having homeowners insurance and someone is injured in the home, you could be liable. Like there are all sorts of terrible um, things that could happen if you are on the line for this. And is there a way out of it? Like, no, you can't go in front of a judge and say like, I know I signed with my legal ass signature, but I was young and my parents took advantage of me. It's a shitty thing that they did, but it doesn't get you out of that legal Mm -hmm. obligation. I do want to make one very important distinction, which is the economy is a dumpster fire. And we know that a lot of our readers slash listeners, hey, we have a podcast now, guys. Did you know that? Uh, A lot of them are... uh, taking care of their parents are, are, you know, looking after elderly relatives or being the caretakers and the responsible financial party in their family for one reason or another, which honestly, like, I, I hate that this is where we are, where our elderly population is, has poor credit and no assets and no retirement funds and is struggling and needs to be taken care of by the younger generation. That's not how it should be. But that's how it is. And it's not I'm not blaming our elders for that necessarily. I think a lot of, um, you know, we've we've been reading in the news about these, you know, reverse mortgages where uh, the elderly are getting taken advantage of by giant corporations. And it's just wiping out generational wealth. That's a whole other topic. My point being it's a wonderful thing if you are a young person who has taken responsibility financially for your family and is looking out for your parents. That is not something I mean to demean at all. Yeah. The issue is that this young person needs to be completely aware of what this arrangement would mean for them and needs to be prepared 
if the worst should happen, to take on that mortgage for their parents. Because it sounds like, given the fact that their their dad has such poor credit that he can't even co-sign on a loan for his own house, and his mom needs a co-signer because her credit is so poor, that uh, it's pretty likely that the parents will need financial assistance paying that mortgage. And yeah. legally, this young person will be on the hook for that. Um, when a bank says, we are not going to let you buy this house, we're not going to lend you, let's say, you know, we're talking about a $100,000 house. Um, the bank looks at your credit history. They look at how many times did you miss a payment? How many times were you late? Did you ever default? Um, do you, what is your credit history? They kind of look at all this stuff, um, whether it's fair or not, which is a whole nother thing. Um, they look at all this stuff and then they say, do we think this person is likely to pay us back this money in full and on time. And if the answer is yes, they'll loan you the money. And if the answer is no, they will not, not without a co-signer. And the question is, you, so your dad letter writer is asking, say letter writer, I called this from Reddit. Um, <laughs> you're a letter snatcher, letter snatched. Um, mm-hmm. So your dad is using you because you are a blank slate and a blank slate is not a great thing to be in, in from a credit perspective, but it's still better than whatever he has, which is bad. Um, so that's the bank saying, I know what the risks and the rewards are. And I'm saying I'm not doing it. That's a pretty good indication that you yourself should not step in and do this. And 22 years old is way, way too young to be making this kind of thing. Your parents should not be putting you in this position by asking at all. It's, um, yeah, I, I think I've known some, I say some, I think I've known quite a lot of people who've been in a position where their parents say, I'll pay for your school, for example, Um, take out student loans in your name and I will pay you back for them. I'm actually one of those people. And um, my mother promised to give me $3,000 every year that I was in school towards my student loans that I took out in my name because she couldn't take out any more. Guess what happened? She didn't. Um, And there, there were a lot of reasons that she didn't. Um, She got very sick Um, that sickness included, unfortunately, having to retire early. Uh, but also, um, she did not manage her money, uh, appropriately. Um, and she, um, used some of the money that I think should have gone to supporting her children on herself. And how do you feel about your, how do you feel about your mother for sort of putting you in that position and making making that promise and then having to go back on it. Oh God. There's no better way to ruin your relationship with a family member than by getting finances tangled up. Um, it made me really angry. It made me really hurt. Um, she did the same thing to my younger brother. She owes him over $10,000 for money that she borrowed. And we know that the reality of kind of her, so um, um, she is now mentally disabled um, in a way that makes it impossible for her to work. She doesn't really have a short-term memory anymore, and her long-term memory is a little iffy. Um, so I'll never get like closure um, over that with her. Um, I will never get to say, like, you really disappointed me. You let me down. You promised me something 
that you shouldn't have promised me knowing that I didn't plan to account for this money, but then had to, because my parent had poor judgment. It's a really painful situation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a very unwise and uncaring um, parent who lacks foresight and forethought who puts their child in that kind of situation. And, and kind of as a, as an addendum to anyone who may be listening, who's maybe much older than this, than this letter snatched, um, (laughs) who is maybe themselves a parent or going to be a parent or even a grandparent. Um, definitely like, please always think about the fact that your financial choices, um, can cause real heartache to your kids and your grandkids. Um, This is a really serious consideration and getting to the point where you're asking your children for financial help. That's a really different question for a parent in their forties to be asking a a kid in their teens versus a parent in their eighties asking um, a child in their forties. Absolutely. Um, Those are really, really different stages of life. Absolutely. And I, and I would argue, you know, it's, it sucks that these parents are in the situation now, but their 22 year old child is more likely to be able to take care of them in their true old age. If they don't co-sign this mortgage now. Exactly. It sounds like they're signing up for more than they can chew in terms yeah. of this more. I also want to say, like, this is not a r- real problem necessarily. Like, it says, you know, the, they live with their parents who want to sell their house and move into another. Like, why do they need to sell the house? They they have a house that they're living in that presumably the 22-year-old letter snatched is not on the mortgage for. Yeah. So, I just, I think we would need more information about why they even want to move Um, especially if the parents have such bad credit. So I would say the solution here is the parents shouldn't move or if they are looking to downsize, they need to look into renting right now while they fix their credit so that they can get uh, a mortgage on their own strengths and their own merits rather than uh, potentially harming the credit of their 22-year-old child. Agreed. And to the letter snatched, I think if you are 22 and still living at home, Pay rent. That's a pretty good age to start paying rent. Fucking pay rent. If I were this this person, probably the way I would frame this conversation is I've done some research and it sounds like it would be um, a really potentially um, fraught situation for me to co-sign a loan with you. So I'm going to decline. However, um, let's talk about the fact that, you know, I'm an adult now. I should be out looking for work if I don't already have it. Um, I should be contributing to the household. Maybe right now you could only do a hundred bucks or 200 bucks. You can tiptoe up to, um, what is an appropriate amount. Um, what they realistically could get if they were renting out your room. Um, let's say that's $500 a month. You, you can say like, I'm going to, work so that by the time I'm 23, I will be prepared to start doing that. Does that make things more financially comfortable for you guys? Or would you like to go get your own apartment? Um, that's one bedroom smaller and I will find alternative living situations because I don't want, um, to co-sign this loan, but, um, I also don't want to be mooching on you past an age where it's appropriate and expected that I do so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think that's a great way of framing it. Like there, there are ways for this 22 year old to help their parents and they should. Um, but those, those ways can, can be with much lower risk to all parties yeah, involved than co-signing a mortgage. Um, 
moving in with your parents as an as as a legal adult, um, you know, maybe after college or after some form of training and you're you're getting your career going, like you should contribute. You are no longer yeah. a child. Um, you should lessen the burden on your parents who should be focusing on saving for their own retirement um, or in this case, fixing their own credit. They could help pay down debt or, uh, or, or pay, contribute to the mortgage or make sure bills are paid on time. That would be infinitely helpful to them in repairing their credit so that if they do want to downsize and move into a different house later on, they can do so on their own merit. Yeah. And if you truly cannot contribute anything monetarily yet, girl, at the very least, you better be washing them dishes. You better be scrubbing the bubbles in that bathroom. Like, mm-hmm. at, make your parents if, dinner. If you cannot afford to to pay rent, like, you had better be putting some kind of labor in that, that gives your um, your parents or whoever you're living with more of their day back to focus on their own problems. Because ultimately, I think that's that's what growing up is about is realizing that, like, oh, you know, throughout your childhood, your parents are always sort of this never ending source of problem solving um, and answers and um, solutions. And when you get older, you realize that like, oh, that wasn't like a magical quality that they had because they're parents. Um, They're human beings, regular old human beings, just like I am just older and bigger. And they are um, solving a lot of problems invisibly. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Are you good with that? I'm good with that. Um, listeners, if there's a question you'd like for us to answer, go to bitchesgetriches.com and click Ask the Bitches. There's only one way to guarantee that we'll answer your question, and that is to become a Patreon donor. If you like what we do and you want us to keep going, please become a Patreon donor and support us with whatever donation amount you are comfortable with. Uh, and we also have a merch store where you can buy t-shirts and printable worksheets and more. Uh, recently, we have added to that store, so if you've bought something before, uh, go visit it again and check out the new stuff. Heck yes. Uh, finally, there are some free things you can do to say thanks. You don't have to pay us rent. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever you use. It bumps us up on the charts and makes it easier for other people to find us. Um, follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Pinterest. And subscribe to our articles so that you never miss a new one. You can do all of that at bitchesgetriches.com. All right. So, is there anything else they should know? Yes. Everyone deserves at least two friends that they can text absolutely disgusting medical photos to. Um, I have these crazy, itchy, bright red splotches all over my thighs. And I immediately sent the photos out to to a friend of mine and was like, are these bed bugs? You had bed bugs once. Do I have bed bugs? Is it bed bugs? And she's like, uh, no. It is most definitely a heat rash. And I was like, oh, I did go horseback riding when it was really, really hot and humid out in polyester pants. <laughs> Thank you for solving that mystery and making it so that I can sleep at night and I don't have to keep washing all of everything I own on super high heat. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> A bitch is out. A bitch is out. <laughs> <laughs>